This is in the zone. He'll kill. You know, I don't think I don't think people it missed. You know, maybe maybe it got missed like that small piece of spice. You know, like in 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 a bowl of mashed potatoes, or maybe even a bowl of grits. Oh, I'm with the sh- you're listening in the zone, city to city, state to state, worldwide. Oh no, I'm just keeping it local. See, I bear gifts. And my gifts are receipts. <laughs> On the In The Zone Network. This is In The Zone. He'll kill. Got tired of the broadcasting suck. Stop the beat. Stop the beat. No, stop the beat. This shit ain't even petty. It, it was so bad. The broadcast was so bad that when I'm coming down from the sixth floor, just, just to tune the shit out, I did this. <laughs> I'm humming all the way down to the first floor because I didn't want to hear his broadcasting. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you are in the zone, baby. The following program does contain language that some might find objectionable. Parental discretion is advised. How rude of me. Chidota. Drop that beat. It's time to go in. Look. Uh-huh. Look. Uh-huh. The NFL lawsuit involving St. Louis. You talk about something that has come full circle. And it is a gift that continues to give. And um, I'm glad that I'm doing this monologue because there's some things that I didn't get in in the first one. uh, Because I know that I went on a bit of a tangent. Uh, That does happen from time to time. But I definitely want to get some things off my chest. So if you just so happen to not listen to the first one, I think you should. You're listening to In The Zone. So with the lawsuit and it's picking up steam, we made a, a few new friends along the way Dan Lust and Daniel Wallen and uh, both those guys uh, host a podcast and Derek King mentioned it uh, during the interview that he did with us and the podcast is entitled Conduct Detrimental and they've been doing a lot of shows highlighting the lawsuit and and the way it's it's ramping up and uh, so i follow them they follow me they've been extremely gracious and they have definitely been doing their due diligence to get as many uh different opinions on the situation and from what they have done with the great reporting and including their podcast uh, some of the things that they have mentioned yes is it looks favorable for the st louis group uh, 
in the lawsuit. Now, with that being said, uh, as I talked about with Derrick King, Derrick King has uh, carried the baton, picked it up, and started running with it. And so Derrick shared some information uh, with those two gentlemen. They was able to use that. Trusted Derrick and gave him credit for it. Now, they call that in the industry, professional courtesy, city to city, state to state. That's what it's called, professional courtesy. And you may have noticed that Derek got a little excited during the interview, and this is a high time because Derek called me and Arthur called me a few days ago because somebody stole his shit. And, I, and, and one of the first pieces of advice that I gave to Derek King and even Arch and A. Trey Lane when we started working together, there's someone always watching and somebody's out there that is going to steal your shit, just like this guy did. First up, St. Louis. You knew this was coming, right? St. Louis has already hosted two different NFL franchises with decent success regardless of the narrative that the Rams and the NFL put out that fans didn't show up to the games, which is just flat out not true. With a metro area of nearly 3 million people, not counting the surrounding market, it's a slam dunk that the fan base is there to support a team. The city still has the existing dome in downtown St. Louis, and it's not as awful as the Rams, and the NFL made it out to be. With a few million dollars in improvements, there is no reason that a team cannot play in the former E.D. Jones Dome at least for the next few years until a new facility can be built. Yeah. Where did he get that from? He got it from Derrick King of Derrick King Sports, Gateway City Sports. You got it from him. It'd be different if he got the information and then he sourced Derrick. And that's all that matters. Derrick, and, and, and I know I cannot speak for Derrick, but I would say this much. I think Derek, all he wanted was a professional courtesy. And yeah, I was teasing about uh, and trolling, teasing and trolling about uh, whether or not Frank was in his inbox or whatnot. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't care who was in his inbox, but I'm just saying, don't come into somebody's inbox and then conversate and then don't even give that person credit. I just think I just, that is so lazy. And that is so uh, a uh, typical of the environment in St. Louis media. When I alluded to Jack Buck in the first monologue, and again, just just thinking about uh, the type of person that he was, an impression that he left on people. And I think that he, he would probably be a little disappointed if he saw how cutthroat uh, these people are around here and not, and, and, and the way they uh, treat you if, if, you're, if you're not on the, the highest rung on the ladder, if you're not running in the clicks. So Derek getting a chance to experience all of those things. 
And, you know, I sit back and, you know, I, I smile because I've been doing this since 1995. I got time served. City to city, state to state. Real talk. Time served. So I've had a lot of doors slammed in my face between 1995 and 2003. So when I get a chance to meet somebody and they tell me their story and, 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 and how they felt about the business, I'm like, oh yeah, well it's nice to meet you. Come on boy, let's tell the story. Derek's been doing a great job with that and that's why I tag him, I refer, because I'm not in the trenches like that anymore. I'm not. We're, we're at the end of the movie. I was in the first half of the movie. I just do flashpoints. You're listening to In The Zone. City to city, state to state. Straight up. So, um, the talk of the lawsuit has sparked some robust conversations, especially on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook, but I know especially on Twitter. And I can admit, that I got into a couple of heated debates um, and I smoked a burner account. So that's why I say smoke burner accounts when I say good morning to everyone. But something that I didn't mention in the first monologue, and, and, it's, a, and it's about a troll, a long lasting troll. And I'm starting to think that this troll might be Kevin Demoff. Uh, he goes by the name of Michael 90210 minus the zero and the one and the O. You're listening to In the Zone, city to city, state to state. Mike 2, Mike 92, Mike 2, or do you, ooze, or chew, is so pressed like a shirt at the cleaners about the lawsuit like why do you care about the lawsuit advancing and, and why are you bringing up the the cvc and, and and talking about the stadium agreement that they signed sign on to that all that shit does not matter and, and i've never seen a fan go all out of his way to protect stan Crocky, the seed of Satan. So which leads me to believe, I think that's Kevin Demoff. I think Kevin Demoff is behind the Mike 90210-010. You're listening to In The Zone, city to city, state to state. You know, on today train line, that's almost better than F.P. Santangelo. <laughs> city to city, state to state. I kill troll and smoke burner accounts, no matter the page or any amount. City to city, state to state. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. A rhyme is a rhyme. And, and, and even though if I mention something about a cheap eat, eat, beat, <laughs> I, did, I did i did i did mention that i know that was patty but i mean sometimes if you're around patty people 
Sometimes it, it, it can happen through osmosis, you know. But I'm, I, I, no, I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm just, I'm just saying. But, but anyway, this has brought the best and the worst uh, in a lot of uh, people. Uh, it also exposed a lot of things in the media. I, I know I mentioned again the first monologue. Just take a listen to it. I wasn't happy with with uh, one on one ESPN Randy character. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't happy with him and, and what he said. I, you know I didn't like him uh, being condescending towards me or whatnot. And I know I said a lot of things. And I know this might be the time you know for me to say, hey, listen, you know I was just in a bad mental place. And, you know, and I didn't, you know, mean, mean to, to say that about him because he is my fellow journalist. Fuck that. You listen to the end of zone. This is my house. You don't tell me what to say. You don't tell me how to tell the people who are following the real in the zone network. How we do it. And remember, our boy, Derek King from Garrett King Sports. He got documents and sent them to, to Dan Wallach and Lux. And they used that. Thank you. I appreciate you guys trusting him, believing in him, giving him a chance. Because some people, points of view are a little bit jaded. And just remember, just remember, Randy, if you can be told that that the Rams were staying and all that and get lied to and then end up crying on the air crying about the shit and by the way I also know that you have to be physically restrained for trying to attack Kevin Demoff oh yeah you you was gonna you was gonna give you were gonna give him the business fist of fury oh can you hear me now City to city, state to state. I didn't have to apply for that. And by the way, uh, <laughs> I made the announcement on the air that they was moving. I'm just saying for context. Now, the other thing when I mentioned earlier in the monologue about thievery, uh, that was the other thing that pissed me off. Is that again? These guys and I, Randy said that in that, in that in that thread, you know, text me, call me, let's share notes. And that, that is the most egregious fucking thing I've ever heard, especially for someone that, that has known someone for over 15 fucking years. That's so egregious. But if, if you do that to me, you do that to, to, to Derek, same thing with Derek. The, the Tim McKernan's of the world and I know I talked about Frank and and, and 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 it's the fucking truth so what that's why I'm gonna call you out because I can none of these guys like to be called out on the bullshit that they do nobody likes to get called out on it it's the good old boy network but guess what this is a new network city to city state to state I'm not worried about St. Louis like some of y'all think that's what you get for thinking you're listening to in the zone city to city state to state it is so much bigger than that so much bigger than that but i don't i do know part of me i do know people who want to be a part of this thing 
and they they at least want some respect and Derek king or neither did myself walk the traditional route to get in this so we just want a little bit of respect and okay respect this earth but i'm talking about respect as a man you can't understand city to city state to state that's what i'm talking about okay you don't respect the organization or whatnot you don't respect the call letters or even if they're awesome call letters i'm talking about respect that person as a man with a heartbeat that's what i'm talking about your fellow man is being right is that so important is being the only one to report on something being is that it because sports plus that used to come on channel five back in the day that that was probably one of the one of the best and worst things to happen to st louis media because that's why shit is the way that it is today because if you was on sports plus in the 90s you became a star you was on rotation either on 590 or 1380 or 550 you you jumped around randy knows that randy would be the first one to tell you that you know he jumped from station to station he's seen several guys jump from station to station without filling out no fucking application you listen to in the zone city to city state to state worldwide and by the way, Arlington A Train Lane, he is very qualified to produce, and he does a damn good job producing the End of Zone show. And I also remember listening to Arlington A Train Lane produce radio on 590 11 fucking years ago. While I was cutting my teeth writing stories covering the Rams for the St. Louis American. I got time served. We both got time served in this. So just, just think about that for a second. But again, the lawsuit has brought some of the best and the worst out of people, especially locally. You know, I got into an exchange yesterday, yesterday with, uh, with someone. And I'm glad that I did not have to use any of the colorful language that I'm known to use. Uh, I was, I was respectful but the, here's the thing man Isaac Bruce name has come up as maybe you know as a, as a potential minority owner Isaac Bruce has told me in an interview as going back as 2016 that's what you know that what he has intentions on well you know what you don't have to take my word for it What's next for Isaac Bruce after this? Well, I always say the best is yet to come. I think uh, what we did as far as the inside the football arena uh, is, is special. I believe something even more special is happening. And it's funny because I still have these football dreams. And I know it's not me going actually going back on the field and playing. So we're thinking ownership, uh, being, being one of the next minorities to uh, be affiliated with ownership on a professional level. So not just with me. And by the way, Arnton A. Trey Lane was there. He shot the video. So he's another witness. Said in the city, state to state. 
And Isaac Bruce has also said that on record with Martin Kilcoin. I'm, I'm sure it probably he's also said on other shows that I don't listen to. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. So with that being said, and then after even having a conversation with him at his football camps as recently as two years ago before the COVID hit. And the more in depth with the conversation that I had with Isaac Bruce, the more it made sense to me that he would make a great minority owner. And he wouldn't have an issue of putting together a group. He wouldn't have an issue. And then I get, I'm getting, you know, someone pushing back. Well, he doesn't have the financial means to, to be able to be a minority owner. How the fuck do you know he doesn't have the minority means to do that? And that's the problem. We're special with some, special with some white people. Yeah, I'm saying that. That's the problem with some white people because the person was white. Just assuming because he's not on the Forbes list that he can't assemble a group to, to be a minority owner of an NFL team. Because I did not hear none of this bullshit in 1993 when Walter Payton was announced as a minority owner of the St. Louis group that made the expansion bid. I didn't hear none of that shit. And by the way, when that shit was going on, I was about 18 years old and I knew what Walter Payton mean to the NFL. So I was happy as hell to not just see uh, Walter Payton be a part of a, a of a NFL group in St. Louis, we also have the first black mayor, city to city, state to state. So I remember little shit like that. And then you know, tell you know, crazy how I took your 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 tweet out of context i didn't take shit out of context it's not crazy it's called comprehension just listen state to state you said that he you know he did not have the pockets to do that count the money in his pockets you don't know who he knows and Isaac Bruce is a pillar in the St. Louis community. I'm going to go on record and say this, that uh, bias be damned when it comes to Isaac Bruce. They say like when you cover people whatnot, yeah, you know, there's that line, but I don't, you know, Isaac Bruce was that one guy. He was the one guy that I didn't care. Yeah, I, I, tried, I always stayed a pro reporter on Isaac Bruce. I always did. But I didn't take lightly. Uh, one time when Jeff Gordon of the Post-Dispatch, and uh, I remember in 2005, he had said something about you know Isaac Bruce slowing down. Uh, Jeff Gordon almost got uh, hockey checked in his fucking throat for saying that. And he has little hands, too. I like you, Jeff. But he, has, he has little hands, too. I wouldn't worry about Jeff. But you're not going to talk about Isaac Bruce. And what did Isaac Bruce do that year? Well, he, he went over 1,000 yards. But he'll be slowing down. Uh, 
I don't take lightly to any slander or any mistreatment of Isaac Bruce. Just remember that time when, uh, you know, when Tony Gonzalez got into the, to the Hall of Fame before him. I didn't take that well. He averaged 14 yards a catch versus 11 yards a catch. And he had a memorable play, a signature play. A wash, like a signature play is when you catch a winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. But if you're taking one pass catcher, you got Isaac Bruce and Tony Gonzalez. You got one guy that played a tight end, was again double team, played 47 more games. Kiss my ass, man. You listen to the zone. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. First and 10 from the 27. Warner back to throw. Rainbow's the far sideline, and it is caught by Isaac Bruce. Makes a move to the 30, 25, 20, and they won't catch him today. Yes. Touchdown, Rams. Yeah, I mean, you know, it had me, had, had me jumping on people and shit, you know. Uh, the, the, the plugs, you know. Took a shot at the plugs. My, my man, A-Wash. Hi, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Alex. <laughs> Adam doesn't say anything to me anymore. He doesn't say anything anymore. Yeah. And it, uh, trust me, it has nothing to do with me criticizing Matty Ice. <laughs> You're listening to it is all city to city, state to state. <laughs> yeah, his outcome was grim. You're listening to it is all city to city, state to state, worldwide. Yeah, with two M's. City to city, state to state. Yeah, that ball was sharp like a razor. If it was red, it shoot like a laser. City to city, state to state. I'm in the zone, man. I'm at home. And those were sidebars. So, Isaac Bruce would not only make a, a great minority owner putting a group together, uh, the community is behind him. The community needs that. You hear that, elected officials? Need that. And um, I can't wait to see how this thing plays out. And finally, as, uh, as I depart, this monologue, because I do them once every six months, you know. But only if you troll like that, that means that you're not eating well. But you're not eating well if you're eating cheap. City to city, state to state. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, what? Why would you? Why would you even try to get into a pissing contest with somebody with a full bladder? And it don't even matter, city to city, state to state, worldwide. <laughs> Come on. I talk shit in my sleep. The punk ass word that you eat, city to city, state to state, worldwide. Byron liking this. Shouts out to Byron Newby. I didn't get a chance to shout my brother out in the, in the interview with, uh, with Derek King. Shouts out to where St. Louis. Now, that was the second sidebar. Back to Isaac Bruce. I love Isaac Bruce. My favorite player. Slightly over Rory Green. And not just him, but I think he would be a great owner. Chris Long, I think he would be great. 
the big O, Marshall Falk. Don't count none of those guys out. You heard it from me. You heard it from me. And think about this. As long as you've been following me, as long as you've been listening to the End of Zone Network, there has never been one fucking time anybody's been repudiating what I say. They just don't like the way I say it. That's all. That's all. But that's okay. Because, uh... You don't have to stand for none of that stuff, and, and neither do I. Because one thing you know, I do not stand for it. I don't stand for no damn baloney. He doesn't stand for baloney. Yeah. You know, this is not the time to uh, flick my tongue. You know how, to, how they used to do it in the 70s when they didn't like somebody. They pissed you off and, you know, they, 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 they took their tongue out. They flicked it and spit for splat every fucking way. You can't do that anymore because we're living in the COVID era. But that's what I would do. That's what I want to do to Randy. Like, Randy, Randy's not the guy that you, you, like, you say fuck you to. You're like, you know what? You, you know, you're full of baloney. Baloney. Well, I don't know if he stands for baloney. He doesn't stand for baloney. Well, trust me, he would never have to worry about that if him and Jason Willock is in the same place. It, it, it would never, ever happen. Never happen. <laughs> Jason Willock is so creative. He would roll the baloney like it was a hot dog. You're listening in the zone. City to city, state to state, worldwide. My name is Hill Kill. This, this lawsuit has brought out some of the worst of some of you people. And um, it's gooch. So just just be, you know, just just be be mindful about, you know, what you do, how you move. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 all good. It's all good in the neighborhood. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You get two fingers in the air. Uh-huh. Now you know, and no one's half the battle. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. This is In The Zone. And I give him credit for that. But that has absolutely nothing to do with him being a head coach. That has nothing to do with him being a complete failure. That has nothing to to do with him being a pompous ass. You're listening to In The Zone. City to city, state to state, worldwide. And I'm not even trying to be funny or at all, but it's a real good thing that Jeff Fisher was never, was never part of me, Larry Fitzgerald, junior head coach because if he was his numbers would look like Kenny Britt on the in the zone network